Hi, and welcome to Finance Matters, a podcast brought to you by UVA Finance, UVA's trusted financial partner. Finance Matters is a podcast series where we bring you bite-sized thoughts, stories, and inspiration in the hopes they'll be useful to you on this road we're all on to do our best and be our best. I'm your host, Brandy Van Ormer, here with my co-host, Patty Marbury of Finance Outreach and Compliance. Hey, Brandy. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's been a long week. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we are talking about a really fun topic. Um, We had a good time tossing back ideas and thoughts on this before we started recording and actually earlier in the week. And I've been looking forward to talking about this all week. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. So in short, a growth mindset is a tendency to believe that you can grow. And everything we'll be talking about today is based on the research of Carol Dweck. And we'll put some information in the show notes where you Mm -hmm. can go see her research. It really is fascinating, the stuff that she turned up about how how we respond to challenge and opportunity. And whether we take that, take it as an opportunity or not. Right. So tell me a little bit more about uh, what a growth mindset is and how that works in so, our life. So uh, let me start by, or at least I, I feel like it's probably better to say what a fixed mindset is first. So, that, yes. So a fixed mindset is where you assume that you you are, your, your character, your intelligence, um, your abilities are fixed. They're given. Yep. You um, you may be born with them or you've cultivated them at an early age and you cannot change them in any meaningful way. So it's you, when you're successful, it's because you're naturally smart and naturally gifted. It's in your genetic code to be a great mathematician or to be a good athlete. Right. It's carved in stone. Yes. And they tend to avoid failure, you know, to, so even to the point, and we'll talk a little bit about this more, but to the point where they avoid even things that are challenging. So we'll talk about that because the research yeah. has shown that too. And well, we're and, gonna get into and that the reason bit. why they avoid something that's challenging is so interesting. Uh, it's not, it's because they might be revealed to not be that great. <laughs> yeah, not be as smart as... Yeah. They want others to believe that they are. Yep. Or even, it's kind of this, it, it even impacts their own self. Yes. Their own um, self-worth. Absolutely. So then the growth mindset is, or um, people with a growth mindset don't see failure as evidence that they're not intelligent, but rather see it as a way of growing and learning and stretching their abilities. They see effort as a way of um improving their talents or their abilities and their knowledge. Instead of thinking that they're fixed in their talents and abilities, they see themselves then as having potential, that there are things that can be developed. Yeah. You can change it. And one of the things that we, we kind of chatted about this a little earlier, but it's not this, it's not this you, you mentioned like the Pollyanna attitude of, you can do anything you want. <laughs> you can be anything you want to be if you just put the effort into it. You can be Beethoven. Yeah, we're not you giving you a high school valedictorian speech right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although some of that is yeah. it certainly True. falls in line with this. Of and even research that has been shown to kids, um, you know, like in elementary schools where they've done research on how 
kids in different demographics, socioeconomic or race, um, are treated differently. Right, absolutely. It even falls into that where kids that are told that they can do things, yes. that they can do it, um, do, usually. Yeah. Do if you, grow and learn. If you grow up believing that your learning potential is... Infinite. Yeah, yeah. unknowable. Yeah. That you can do all kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah, that's different. You know, but on the other hand, we're not saying that you can be na uh, naturally without effort. If I start trying really hard right now, can I get into the WNBA? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but I might get better at basketball. Right. That's it, a great example. It's a very low yeah. bar, though. <laughs> I do not sport. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, but even Michael Jordan had a gro has a growth mindset. Absolutely. He's born with natural ability, certainly. Mm -hmm. But he's, he, uh, his stories tell you about how many times he failed yep. um, before he succeeded. He has some of the greatest quotes on failure. So, um, so even those folks, people like that, that you think are just like born with this natural talent, they've and had to grow as well. That, that um, example, Patty, reminds me of times that we have talked about people who are successful. Yeah. I think when we had the podcast on learning from failure. Mm-hmm. We talked about how you can look at people who are successful and you don't see any of that background struggle, like mm -hmm. you were talking about with Michael Jordan. Yeah. You just see that they moved through their life and kind of stepped up through the process and now they're a billionaire or they're at the top of their whatever. But because you don't ever see the work that they yeah, put in, the effort, yeah. Yeah, the effort, the failures. Yeah, the failures. Yeah. It's easy to look at it and say, wow, they must have just been gifted. Yeah natural talent, something I could never hope to achieve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's probably not true. Yeah. So I think my point, though, is that natural talent does play a role Absolutely. in certain certain things. Absolutely. But um, that anybody can grow to be better. Yes. So. But my I, natural talent, for the record, is not in physical coordination. <laughs> Mine neither. <laughs> um, but that, in that even, I even thought about that as we were, reading some articles and stuff on this um, was I've never really been good at sports that require coordination. I, I can run. Yeah, but I can put myself on a straight trajectory and keep going. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> I can run, but I can't run on trails. But, uh, but, but like team sports or things that needed a lot of hand-eye coordination yeah, and things no. like that. But part of that was because I was so afraid of failing. So I didn't even try. I didn't want to look dumb and um, uncoordinated or look like a fool. And so I didn't even try from a very early age. I didn't even try from a very early age. And then coupled with that, the fact that the opportunities for, I'm not trying to make everyone feel sorry for me, by the way, but <laughs> the opportunities for um, girls to participate in sports at my in my tiny little high school were very small. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. Wow. Yeah, with without, like you said, having the opportunity and without um, some comfort with trying and failing. Yeah. You just kind of go another way. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's exactly right. So, um, and now here I am. I can't catch any object that you throw at me. <laughs> yeah. So, so we're going to talk um, a little bit later about some ways you can um, kind of develop a growth mindset. But just in like short, a fixed mindset is um, a desire to look smart, and that 
leads you to avoid challenges, give up easily. Um, you, you usually see effort as a waste of time. Right. Um, also, one of the things that happens is if somebody gives you, if you have a fixed mindset and somebody gives you something negative, you just dismiss it, even if it's useful information that could help you in any way. Yeah, learn You or just grow. dismiss it. And then um, it makes you feel threatened by the success of other people. Yes. And when I was reading the article that about uh, Dweck's research that inspired you to think of this podcast topic, they the author talks about how limiting that fixed mindset is, even in terms of, it feels like you have to protect your, your reputation and mm-hmm. your knowledge at all yeah. times. Like, what a uncomfortable way to live like yeah stressful yeah stressful (laughs) being in fear that you'll be we're going back to our imposter syndrome only I guess these folks don't feel like they're imposters yeah that's true (laughs) Um, but still and you know as you talked about the sport thing too I was thinking maybe at different times in your life and about different things you can have a little bit of both Mm -hmm. and I I, sure yeah, yeah. yeah not that this is like a binary thing if you're listening and you're thinking well I'm not that bad there are some things I think that all of us might have a fixed mindset about. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just wanted to um, mention that. Um, and then certainly the, the like, I might think I would have made a great lawyer, but I'm at the time of my life, and I'm not sure that I would have. But, <laughs> but I'm certainly as you get older, you realize well, maybe now's not the greatest time to decide to learn and grow about being a lawyer, you know, or a doctor or whatever. Um, so I think you're right that during times of your life and then also different situations, right. you might have more of a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. But the, then on the other hand, a growth mindset um, is really all about the desire to learn and grow. And so you tend to, if you have a growth mindset, you tend to embrace challenges. You persist even in the face of adversity or setbacks. Um, effort is just something that it takes to move forward to be able to be good at something. You learn from criticism. And then also, instead of feeling threatened by the success of others, you find inspiration. You find that it's inspirational when you see other people successful. And you know, we've been talking a lot because of where we are here in UVA finance and UVA at large, and you know, facing lots of changes lately. We talk a lot about change and folks who have a growth mindset tend to thrive more during times of change yeah. because they don't, they're not afraid of a challenge or not afraid of not being great at something at first, yeah. but having to do practice at it to mm-hmm. cultivate yeah. some mastery. Um, yeah, I thought that was interesting too. Like according to uh, the research there, people who have a growth mindset are more comfortable with change and they're more comfortable, like you said, with criticism or feedback. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely a part of our work life. Mm-hmm. Um, we get hopefully constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. And how how does a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset respond to that criticism? Yeah. The growth yeah. mindset sees it as, oh, useful information. Mm-hmm. I can take action on that and yeah. springboard and into it helps something. me learn. Yeah. It, you see it as opportunity for growth rather than um, a failure. Yeah. It's not just a list of your inadequacies. Right. <laughs> But I found some of the research um, in an article I think you're going to put in the show right, notes. Right, we will, definitely. A link to an article so people can read more about the research. But I found it to be absolutely fascinating. Um, she did some research early on about 
um, with four-year-olds who were given um, a like simple like puzzle to do, a jigsaw puzzle. And um, those with a growth mind, very early on, these were four-year-olds, so very early on they, they um, exhibited either a growth mindset or a fixed mi- mindset. That's so and, interesting. Yeah, and so those with a fixed mindset, um, they didn't, they, everybody did the puzzle. Those with a fixed mindset didn't want, they wanted to redo the same puzzle. Right. So when given the opportunity to redo the puzzle, that's what they wanted to do. Those with a growth mindset thought it was, they wondered why would you want me to redo something I've already done? I want to do a different puzzle. And so that was a very simple early um, research that she did on this growth mindset and fixed mindset among children and how early it starts to develop. What does it mean that my four-year-old probably would have pocketed some of the pieces and walked out the door with them? <laughs> that's different. <laughs> that's an illness. I'm just Sociopathic mindset. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that is that is very interesting and, and springs into, I know we talk about this and in, in all these topics and how they work with your work life, mm-hmm. but the research goes into how that how it can impact your parenting and your relationships and you know with kids you said they exhibited this really early but you can with your kids cultivate sure a growth mindset yeah. yes yeah that was yeah. that's interesting stuff too and the relationship stuff yeah and one of the things they talked about with cultivating and her research proved this too with cultivating a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset was the way that you praise kids or people right Um, and so she did some research on and they were two groups were given um, an equally the equal questions like they were sort of a nonverbal IQ test is how it was described I don't know exactly what that is but they were kind of challenging questions and both groups did really well and one group was told um, they were offered two different types of praise one group was told, wow, you got X number right, that's a really great score, you must be really smart. And then the other group was said, said the same thing, that's a really good score, you must have worked really hard. Yeah. And so one group was praised for ability and the other group was praised for effort. And then the results of that were really interesting, that um, those that were praised for ability, when given a new, a new task or a new problem, they didn't want to do it because they didn't want to be shown that they... They weren't smart. Yeah, that they weren't smart. It was validating to them that they got this right. Mm -hmm. They didn't, just like the kids with the jigsaw puzzle, they didn't want to do something different that might expose that they weren't as successful as they were leading themselves and others to believe that they are. But the kids that were praised for effort, I think they were kids. um, Yeah, they were students. Yeah. Um... 90% 90% of them apparently wanted to a new challenge, more challenging task. Oh, it says mostly adolescents for the record. Okay. But yeah, it's so limiting, self-limiting that fixed mindset as shown here. Yeah. Because once you've proven yourself, you kind of stay still. Yeah. And there's no reason to learn or do anything new because you might reveal yourself as an inadequate in some way yeah and it it's so self-limiting at its base too because if you're in that fixed mindset you believe that you 
are just genetically coded to be a certain way. You yeah. have natural talent or whatever. And honestly, that's something you don't have anything to do with, really. Right. That's and, right. Yeah, it's so divorced from anything yeah. you can control. Whereas with a growth mindset, yes, you have limitations. Like, I am never going to be like super graceful, <laughs> but the possibilities are there. And, and with practice and effort, yeah. you can be more than you are. Well, no offense, Brandy, but you can be more, more <laughs> I, than you are now. <laughs> clarification, I won't. <laughs> anyway, but all right, I won't practice because it would just be so bad. You would see all my inadequacies. But anyway, it's just, I think as humans, it's a more satisfying way to live when you do feel like you have a little bit more control over your destiny. Yeah. So the growth mindset has to, at its like at our human core, make us feel better, be better for us. Right. Yeah. I do love this one like quote from Carol Dweck where she says, for the fixed mindset kids, when they were doing this one particular set of research on the ability versus uh, praise for ability versus praise for effort, she said, um, for the kids with the fixed mindset, if success had meant that they were intelligent, then if they were less than successful would mean that they were not intelligent. Yeah. So I think that's kind of interesting. And I'm, I'm just going a little bit further with what, what she had said about those kids. In the fixed mindset, imperfections are shameful. Yeah. Especially if you're talented. So even you, we, you and I were laughing at this just because of how shocking it is that the kids in the study would lie. Right. They, they <laughs> This same study, they went on to um, ask the kids to write private letters to their peers about the study, about the experience. And they were supposed to put on the letters that they wrote to their peers, they, there was a place where they could put their score. The fixed mindset kids lied about their score. <laughs> and, and, and in what direction did they lie, Patty? <laughs> they said that they were better than they were. <laughs> Just in case you had any questions. I, I found that to be amazing. I'm not I'm not naive, you know. Yeah. I know people lie about their abilities all the time. Yeah. I've seen plenty of resumes. <laughs> <laughs> but but um but I just find that fascinating. That and how quickly. In a study. Yeah. Like it didn't take any, really any effort to get these kids to get to the point where they're lying about it. Right. <laughs> and, and they're, this is in a study, you know, like, so they're not going to have any repercussions or, or positive. Yeah. It's not a grade card or an entrance right. exam. Or right. They're not going to, there's no benefit to yeah. them lying. So it's just really interesting to me. But, um, but I think you're going to leap, leap, um, link to the article yes and yeah. so people can read more about that um in that but it's it's really good i i don't i haven't read carol Dweck's book but um it looks really good yeah and so before we jump into because i know you're thinking oh yeah this is all interesting but like can we get better yes. at yeah so what yeah. so what but just thing? before we go there i wanted to talk a little bit more about the fixed versus growth mindset in terms of kids and relationships at how we can like it, you were talking about the studies how we praise our kids mm -hmm. can impact their own growth yeah. mindset like in the study if we're praising um like you're you must you're so smart you're so this you're so that versus saying you worked really hard you tried really yeah, hard right those things can have an impact yeah they have a huge impact apparently I mean according yeah. to 
all the things that we've talked about. I mean, that people develop a growth mindset from a very early age. Wouldn't you want to cultivate that? Absolutely. So, by the way, you treat your kids. And then we were talking um, before we started recording about relationships, too. Yep. Like, that in relationships, marriages, or other sort of relationships, even friendships, that you sort of think of, oh, perfect compatibility is is natural and easy and and successful yeah yeah that's successful whereas if you have to work at it right something must be wrong exactly yeah right and so but the thing i think that we teach our kids if if we're married and in relationships like that is that these things take effort they do so and that when you when you talk about um not to say that they should be hard all the time. Right, but there are times it will take more effort than others right. or specific areas in which you will have to work harder right. than others. Yeah. And it doesn't indicate a deficiency. Yeah. So that's your marriage counseling for the day, Yeah, you listeners. There you go. <laughs> Just know that Patty and I in our work marriage, we are perfectly compatible. <laughs> <laughs> we never fight. <laughs> but maybe it's coming. <laughs> We're on this project together. Maybe we're going to have some cataclysmic falling out. (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) Me too. Anyway, so let's move on into um, what you do about it. Yeah, so what can you do to develop? I mean, I think what, I hope what we've stressed is that we want, we think that developing a growth mindset is important to just life in general, but also specifically important to changes at work and in life mm-hmm. and in relationships how you approach in, anything honestly yeah. and it's, it's so meta that developing a growth growth mindset requires a little work because uh-huh. that's a growth mindset. yeah that's right <laughs> snake eating its tail okay so, so how we in the in another article you found about dweck's research um that we'll link to because it's um easy to digest it's yeah. 25 ways to develop a growth mindset and yeah. we jotted down some of the ones that yeah. resonated with us. Yeah, I think this was geared, this particular article was geared a little bit more toward um, education, like uh, in schools, I think. But, yeah. But so I we think, may skip over some. Right, but yeah. I think they're all really useful to to remember. And the other thing is, I think when people, when people think about developing a growth mindset, if you are, this is something that I think you should think about for yourself, Mm -hmm. but also developing a growth mindset for if you're a manager for your team. Yes. Or if you're a parent for your kids. Yep. And so it's not just about developing your own growth mindset, but also cultivating that in other people. Yeah. So just thinking about it. Yeah, because one of those twenty five ways, there's a good way to just leap into that. Um, one of the twenty five ways to develop a growth mindset is to celebrate growth. Mm -hmm. And that's definitely something you can do with your team. Yeah. So when somebody learn something new or completes a project and learn something on it or when patty and i are able to replace the toner in the printer yeah (laughs) nobody celebrated that we did we We were excited yes we were we did some high fives but um but and now i know yeah but celebrating growth um and not just celebrating like uh achieving a goal or um getting a big account landed Uh those are great things too but just growing and continuing to develop is great. Yeah, but and also um, 
celebrating your own growth, like sharing that with other people. Yes. So if you've progressed or you've done something really great, yep. share that with other people. Although I did not go running down the hall screaming that I had replaced the toner cartridge in the printer. It was such an exciting day. <laughs> but that's a good point. Um, not only celebrating growth uh, to cultivate the growth mindset, but also just to give people an idea of what it's good to celebrate. Yeah. Because yeah. because sometimes people aren't sure in a in a work environment or a relationship or whatever what counts as good yeah. here. Yeah. It goes into the culture of the place. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. I think celebrate anything good. Yeah. yeah. Any reason for I found a sucker yesterday. <laughs> Did you really? It was wrapped, so I wow. ate it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's something we should celebrate. But. It was really good. <laughs> but so, yeah. what was another one that spoke to you? Um, I I really like the view challenges as opportunities. That's one yes. of the things that they talk about. Um, to if you see opportunities for if you see a challenge, see it, try to see it as an opportunity for growth mm -hmm. rather than a struggle yep. or something that you just like an can't obstacle do. to yeah. get around, something to be dealt with. Or even with. give up like yeah. Like a fixed mindset person would do. Yep. Um, try to get out of it. Right. Try to avoid it, get out of it. Interesting. Give up. Um, so instead see it as uh, opportunity yeah that's really valid for for work and where we you know when you're facing a big time of change if things are going to be changing you can use the opportunity to learn new skills find new things that you like to do and yeah grow. and along with that um, in the list that they have because they have like 25 a list of 25 different things mm -hmm. the one that comes right after that one is um, try different learning tactics and oh, so as a trainer that appealed to me because um, not everybody learns the same way. Yep. And so if you're struggling to learn something new a certain way, um, perhaps it's reading a book. That doesn't work for you. Just listen it's, to our podcast. Right. We talk about the book. I was about to say that. <laughs> or, or um, yeah, that might help better. Yeah. You might learn better that way. Get the book on Audible. Um, or take a class that's yeah. about that or yeah. something. You know, so if, if a certain way that you're learning isn't, helping you try something else yes don't just give up you were talking about the one where you see uh, challenges as an opportunity uh -huh. and it made me think about opportunity for improvement and this one is hard for me sometimes to uncouple opportunities for improvement that are identified yeah. for you yeah to take that out of to uncouple it from a sense of failure, basically. Yeah. That an, if somebody identifies an opportunity for improvement with you or gives you constructive criticism, that does not equal failure. Right. And I do find that difficult sometimes, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I think it stems from being the valedictorian of a class of 28. That, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you said with the fixed mindset kids, yeah. you're a smart kid. You right. do things right. Right. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah, no, I think that's that's actually a really good point. Or if you're a perfectionist, that can hurt your feelings. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it really, everyone has opportunities for improvement and their opportunities to grow and right. get better. Yeah. Um, what's another one? Did effort you? before talent. I liked that one too. And I was thinking, like, value effort before talent. Uh -huh. And um, it made me think... And you get an A for effort? A for effort. <laughs> Woo, everybody gets a trophy. Um, but honestly, I, I thought of more about um, recent interviews we've been on, in on hiring people and how we tend to value, like, 
attitude. Oh yeah. In, instead of things you already know, like your capacity to learn versus what you already know. Right. I think that's very true. We've talked about that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, your capacity to learn, your fit, right. your um, more of the behavioral things, yep. more than the actual skills that you come with. Yeah, not to say that the skills aren't important. No, but, definitely important. But when it comes down to decision making, yeah, that the attitude and the mindset that the person is coming from makes a big difference. Right. Absolutely. Um, what's another one? Um, I like. I just keep going. You keep asking. I think I keep stepping in ahead of you. Yeah, that's right. I liked. Uh, cultivate grit, mm-hmm. and that sounds really old-fashioned, but mm-hmm. we've talked about that. I think in some other podcasts, the idea that you're just going to have to knuckle down and yeah. try, yeah, and not be daunted, yeah, by bumps in the road. That's yeah. hard. Yeah, it's definitely a hard yeah. thing to do. Just keep be determined to yeah to face those challenges. Yep. Yeah. Have some self discipline and mm-hmm. keep your goal in mind. I like that. I I really like that a lot. Yeah. I grit my teeth a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um. I also liked there was one that says um, stop using or really instead of not using um, really use the word yet or the phrase I like that one too the phrase not yet yeah. so and Carol Dweck in her book says this um, whenever you see somebody struggling or even yourself just say I haven't mastered that yet or I haven't I'm not yet good at that. Yeah. And so just there's power in words, really. Mm-hmm. And if you keep saying, I'm not good at that, mm-hmm. I don't do that, mm-hmm. it's a self fulfilling prophecy a lot of the time. Yeah. So when you say, not yet, mm-hmm. there's still somewhere you can get with that. Yes. The one I, another one I really, really loved was um, learning from others' mistakes. Mm-hmm. And that on the face of it, obviously, learn from others' mistakes. Yeah. But also, when we were talking about celebrating growth, Mm-hmm. And how that helps people to see what counts as growth and why it's good and all that. Mm-hmm. I think being at least somewhat open about mistakes and what you learn from them is mm-hmm. good for your team and those around you because they learn from your mistakes. And if you're not upfront about that and you right. keep it under wraps like it's something shameful, then nobody learns from it. You don't learn from it. Mm-hmm. You, you internalize it. And uh, they'll they'll never be... Uh, capable of seeing mistakes as learning opportunities mm-hmm. if you're not. Yeah. So that was an interesting Yeah, one. I thought that was really interesting as well. Um, I also liked in the list was portray criticism as positive. And so we always talk about that, but like you don't have to say constructive criticism, but try to believe that that's right. what you're doing. You know, like just mm-hmm. try to portray it in that way that's constructive rather than detrimental yes to a person I'm gonna have to so. try that next time my older daughter like totally blows off her spelling test <laughs> well yeah. you got this one yeah yeah, yeah focus on the positives yeah. um, I'm joking. when you can I mean that's not to say that if your daughter brings home an F in do they still give F's in or do they do that in elementary school uh, a little bit, yeah. Okay. I mean, they still give <laughs> grades, right? Yeah, they like, do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so if your daughter brings home an F in math, it's not to say, well, 
that's okay. You got an A in spelling. You know that, but it's rather than that, you you talk about well, what do we need to do to mm -hmm. learn and grow? And rather than your daughter saying, well, I'm just not good at math, right? Then you say, well, but but I've seen you do really well in math. Right. I think that you can you can do well with this too if if you apply yourself a little bit more. Right. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. So and if you stop watching cartoons, we'll do your homework. <laughs> um, that's mommy's fault. <laughs> so. Were there other any others of the twenty five that you wanted to mention before um, we go? I think I could, I think I saw most of the ones that I I think we talked about most of the ones that I saw that were that really kind of jumped out at me. Well, we'll link to the others below, um, and I guess the penultimate one that we were talking about before we started recording this that would help over everything mm -hmm. is to remember to take ownership of your attitude. Yeah, that was a big I, one. I really like that. And what what about that spoke to you? Well, just when you as you develop a growth mindset, um, just know that see yourself as somebody who has that. Like yeah. see yourself as somebody who seeks to learn, yes. seeks to grow. And when you get constructive feedback, Remember to put it in that growth mindset and think of it as something to learn from, not someone pointing out my deficiencies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And think of change as something I can grow from, not something I have to deal with. Right. And when your spouse does something weird, think of it as an opportunity to work on it <laughs> and not they're just a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know we're about to wrap up, but there was one other one that I thought was really um, interesting and just something that I think is something to kind of think about and take away is making a new goal for every goal you have com um, accomplished. Yeah. And so that once you've done stops. something, yeah. um, that say, okay, I've done that. Let, what can I do now? Yep. What's the next thing? And so I think that's also something to kind of take away. You know, it's funny just talking about it makes, I think that's why I was looking forward to recording this because it just makes you feel like, hopeful and positive yeah. when you talk about having a growth mindset. Mm -hmm. And you don't get the same feeling when you're talking about a fixed mindset. I mean, yeah. a fixed mindset can negatively impact all the areas of your life, mm -hmm. and a growth mindset can positively impact mm -hmm. all the areas of your life. Mm -hmm. Because there's possibility there. It's not how good you are, it's how good you want to be. Yeah. So, really yeah. good, inspiring stuff. It is. So I guess that's all for today. We're going to go out and make ourselves some new goals. Maybe I'll go shoot some hoops and Patty will study some law. But for all, <laughs> <Or> of, not. <laughs> yeah, <we're> not. <laughs> for all of you out there, we really appreciate you joining us for Finance Matters again. You can always read more about what finance is up to on the UVA Finance blog at uvafinance.blogspot.com. And if you've got an idea for something that you'd like to hear more about or a book we might want to take a look at and parse through for you because you have a different way of learning, um, you can email myself or Patty or tweet us at UVA underscore finance. That's all for now. Until next time, do good work because what you're doing matters.